shut it. This is why I said I didn't know how I felt about this contest since I was going to have to wear the stuff. <laughs> <laughs> the Academy Awards episode. We are going to celebrate the Oscars here on Pulp Fiction, and I think the best way to do that is to get out a couple of pieces of paper with all the categories on them and mark down which ones you want to win, which ones you think are going to win, and maybe pick a dark horse winner for each one as well. So that's what we're going to do here on Pulp Fiction as we celebrate the Oscars. I am Brandon Rabar, joined as always by Jacob Crisip and Rachel Jameson. Uh, I think we're all excited about the Oscars I don't know. Are you guys pumped about the Oscars this year, Jacob? I'm, I'm totally stoked. I love watching the Oscars. I've been doing it since I was a kid. <laughs> Sorry, we're laughing about something else. <laughs> and uh, now ever since I was a kid, I've, I've turned on the Oscars. I love watching the ceremony. I like seeing my movies get the recognition that they deserve. Um, even if I'm out and about and I know they're on, I will go to a restaurant, go to a bar, and I'll even watch it on mute just so I can see who's winning. I just It's something I've loved for a long, long time. Now... How about the red carpet stuff and all that too? Or is it no, just no, I don't really care about that. That's not my gig. I, I, I don't care about dresses and who's showing up. I, I care about the movies and the art. That's just yeah. how it's always been. Same here, same here. Uh, I love that you even watched it as a kid, even before you really, really became a cinephile and really got into movies. Even back in the day, uh, when you were a little Jacob, you were really, really into us. Same here. Yeah, I, I've always I mean, been into them. a lot of it. Kind of really started in the '90s and whatnot, more so because I was really getting into like, you know. The movie itself and the acting, I'd say even cinematography to a certain extent, but it wasn't really until like the 2000s where I was kind of doing the, the editing and, and, you know, definitely screenplay. Yeah. I think it was actually Eternal Sunshine, which really turned me on to screenplays, nice. you know, so that's where that whole thing started. Nice. So um, I just love the Oscars. I'm, yeah. I'm so excited. And, and we said this a week or so ago. It's just it seems like it's taken weeks for it to get here. Yeah. Months. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's just getting I'm ready. Yeah, I'm, I'm pumped too. Rachel, you excited about the Oscars this year? I am excited about the Oscars this year. I get less and less excited about the Oscars every year, though. Why? Because I feel like they get more and more political every year. And oh. I feel like this Oscars so white controversy is going to make next year right. so less you're saying accurate. Right, so for PC purposes, it's kind of like lost its, its glamour, its, it has. its well, excitement. Well, I, I felt like... It's a popularity contest as opposed to who's, who's, who's deserving. I feel like it's moving that way. I don't feel like it's always been that way. But I feel like it's starting to move that way because wasn't viewership down and then they were like, oh, let's nominate The Blind Side because people are like, oh, these are all movies I haven't heard of. Well, I because, did hate when they gosh, bumped it up to, 10, up to 10. That, yeah, that's where I felt like. always five. And then like because all these obscure type movies, the best movies, were being nominated, they did want to bump up to 10 to maybe include like right. The Dark Knights and The Blind Sides and those type of movies to maybe, you know. More people are going to watch. Now, right. The Dark Knight, I think, should have been nominated. But I, I think it's cool that they recognize indies, say, like Beasts of uh, Beasts of the Southern Wild. Right, yeah. Even though I generally don't think a movie like that has a chance of winning. Now, Whiplash, you know, that's another good right. example right. of, you know, kind of a smaller indie film that did great. Yeah. But in general, I, I've never liked the nine or ten nominations. Yeah, no. I, I'm not a fan of that either. I love it because I'm, I'm naturally into, like, lists and best of and winners and competition anyways. And the movies are my biggest passion. So I've always been an Oscars fan too, and and I do I know what you're saying, Rachel, about it's kind of moved that way with. Bumping I mean, it's still like, exciting, but I feel like every year we get further and further from what was actually the best movie and move into 
what is going to make people happy or not cause a controversy. I, I see what you're saying. What I still like about it, whereas the Grammys have lost so much, so much, um, I don't know, respect. Right. And and the Emmys somewhat. I mean, I feel like the Oscars still do the best They still job are the, the best. Uh, and, and I love that about it still. Yeah, the, yeah and they even are. Even if it's not quite as good as they it used to be, it's still the best one. So, all that said, uh, any huge, you know, movie buff is going to be watching. It's always the second most watched thing of the year, event of the year, next to the Super Bowl worldwide. Really? Yeah. I yeah, didn't know that. It always goes Super Bowl. I always then. thought it had poor ratings, to be honest. No, it's just it's been down compared to what it was. Oh, okay. Because, you know, old school Hollywood, it used to be like the thing. Like, But as people have more options and things like that, it's not quite as watched as it was. But it still ranks as the second most watched event of the year. Every single year. I had no idea. Cool. Yep. So here we are. We are going to pick for each category who we want to win, a dark horse winner, and who we think will win. But there's a catch because this is a game for the three of us. Yes. So you want to explain that, Brandon? Because I'm going to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> so we decided uh, the loser, whoever picks the least amount right. Yeah, we we, we kind of create a, a point system. A scoring sorry. system, yeah. And so um, – <laughs> we get one point for each correct one, then half a point for each dark horse winner that we get correct. Um, so whoever gets the least amount of points is going to have to dress up, kind of do a little cosplay at an event movie, whether it be Batman or Superman or the you know the next Captain America movie, whatever it may be. But the catch <laughs> is not only do you have to dress up, but you'll have to dress up for a movie that is not the movie you're going to. <laughs> so I could be just like as Harry Potter yes. at a Captain America movie. That would be awesome. That would be great. And embarrassing. <laughs> oh, it's going to be great. <laughs> but like, I'm not going to make you dress up as like Black Widow. So don't make me dressing up as like She-Hulk yeah, or like, whatever. Yeah, good call. We'll, we'll try to keep it gender, gender yeah. uh, you know, specific here. Uh, I will go blackface, though, if I have to. <laughs> <laughs> he went there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unlike the Oscars, Pulp Fiction is not PC at all. That's right. <laughs> so here we go. Let's get into it. I'm excited about this. Um, much like the Oscars, we're going to start off with the uh, supporting actor category. So, actors in a supporting role. Your nominees are Christian Bell from The Big Short, Tom Hardy from The Revenant, Mark Ruffalo from Spotlight, Mark Rylance from Bridge of Spies, and Sylvester Stallone from Creed. Jacob, well, let's go through who we want to win first. Who do you want to win? Oh, I want Sly. Definitely. Want Sly. Yep. Yeah. Rachel, who do you want to win? Absolutely Sly. That's that's unanimous. We all want Sly to win. And I don't think we really – no explanation needed for that. Uh, that that goes without saying. So Dark Horse is in this category, though. Who do you think has a chance to win who maybe isn't, isn't the front runner? Uh, I think right now with all the buzz behind The Revenant, I'm going with Tom Hardy. Good call. Yep. Interesting. Maybe, you know, that happens a lot. A movie kind of rides a wave, and and as a result, some other people who might not would have won end up winning because everybody's buzzing about a certain movie. Rachel, who's your dark horse pick? I have Mark Rylance for Bridge of Spies as my dark horse. I'm going with Rachel on that. I know that his buzz has died down compared to what it was before but i do think that he was he really the only one that was getting buzz though i mean like other than the front he runner. was getting it for right. a long long time yeah. yep yeah. and it wasn't until i did some stupid research that i was like gosh maybe tom hardy could win this thing yeah. it's possible but it's possible because rylance would make my own boo he would be my other pick also right. and yeah i think there's a good chance if we ended this right now that he would dress up 
uh, as, as Harry Potter for a Captain America movie. I'll go with Mark Rylance as well. Uh, Jake, uh, I think this is pretty obvious. Who do who do you think will win? Uh, Sylvester Stallone. Rachel? Sly. Yep, I'm going to go with uh, Mr. Rocky Balboa <laughs> as well. Uh, that's unanimous choice. We're all going with Sylvester Stallone. I'm pretty excited Stallone. about that. I, I, I think it's awesome that he's reprising the role of Rocky, and I think – uh, to see kind of, as I think Rachel said it last week, just kind of a sick version of Rocky. We've never seen this side of him before. Yeah. And uh, very cool. And he did a great job in it. And not only that, and, and obviously the fact that he's older is awesome. He's going to win his first Oscar is awesome. But also this is a guy who, you know, started off out of the gates with Rocky and Rambo, who's a huge action star and all those things. Then his career went downward slide, and he's never been respected for his acting. It was always his action chops i I do think he was respected for his writing skills his writing skills yes but never his acting skills so i think the fact that this guy is going to win a beloved you know figure in hollywood is going to win an acting award it's going to be a really really cool memorable moment i think that'll probably end up being the most memorable moment from this oscars yeah from what i understand every time he's won he's won quite i think uh, i think sag golden globe Mm -hmm. he gets a standing ovation every (laughs) time he wins so that's really cool cool. that hardly ever happens for a supporting awards yeah it shows the respect they have for the guy absolutely uh okay actress in a supporting role your nominees are jennifer jason lee made a comeback this year with the hateful eight rooney mara from carol rachel mcadams with spotlight alicia vikander from the danish girl and kate winslet alicia (laughs) alicia vikander vikander Vikander. I'm going to definitely submit to Jacob on this because I know he knows all about Alicia. Uh, From the Danish Girl and Kate Winslet from Steve Jobs. Jacob, who do you want to win? I thought about it a lot, and I'm going with Alicia Vikander for this. I think she was excellent in the Danish Girl. I don't think she's a supporting actress even. I think she's a main character in this movie. Uh, But I understand from the... Marketing standpoint from how they're pushing for the awards, they wanted her to be in a supporting role um, for the Academy Awards, which is bizarre to me. But maybe they think she had a better chance of winning it I think so. over I think Brie so. Larson, you yeah. know, or you know, Saoirse Ronan or something. Right. So, uh, Alicia Vikander, she was great in uh, the Danish Girl. Rachel, who do you want to win? I'm going with Jennifer Jason Lee. Nice. Why, why Jennifer Jason Lee? It was really a process of elimination. <laughs> wait, wait. This is what you who you want to win? Or? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Rooney Mara, I, she was fine in Carol, but I didn't really like her character. Rachel McAdams, she just didn't. I mean, she did well, but there wasn't a lot to that yeah, character. Yeah, I, I think she's the weakest of the nominees. She was just kind of there to me. Um, I did not see the Danish girl, although Alicia whatever is uh my favorite of these actresses and then kate winslet was so so to me so i'm going with jennifer jason lee process of elimination i want alicia vikander to win as well um one you haven't seen the danish girl either no and that's what i was gonna say it's actually the only performance i haven't seen uh but i wasn't blown away i mean kate winslet was great she's always great rachel mcadams i really thought was kind of weak to be nominated it was a good performance she's just in that ensemble that's the problem with all these ensemble movies yeah rooney mara was fine she was good and then jennifer jason lee i did like a lot but i almost it's because so you went through a process of elimination and eliminated all the movies you saw and went for the one that you haven't that's pretty bad it's kind of like the potential but here's the also that i like her 
Like, and Me I too. think she had a great year between this and Ex Machina. Okay. Yes, and so that, it's that's what I, wanted, I was hoping that you would say. And it's it's kind of a reward for she, she just had a dominant year, and I'd be very happy if she was nominated for Ex Machina. I would choose her over every one of these performances. Oh, so would I. So, so that's why she gets my vote. Uh, okay, so Jacob, who's your dark horse for this category, though? Uh, I mean, it's hard to call Kate Winslet the dark horse because I thought Steve Jobs came out in the fall, uh, what August, September ish, and we might be forgetting that she was really great in this movie. I mean, she takes that Aaron Sorkin verbiage, and uh, I thought she was great in this movie. I think there's a very good chance. Plus, she won the Golden Globe. She did. Uh, so I think there's a very good chance that she could win. I think we take her for granted now. She's always so great. That this, she what is this, like her 19th nomination? Yeah, it's, it's nuts. Rachel, uh, well, that's Meryl Streep that's had 19. Twenty or so. I'll tell you what, we'll let Rachel pick her picks, and I'll look it up. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm also going with Kate Winslet. Okay. Oh. That's your dark horse. I'm actually going with Rene Mara here just because it was a pretty lead role, and I felt like really the only love that Carol got was because of the acting and the costume design. That's true. So I think that she's got a shot at it just because why are you going with Kate? Just because she's Kate? Um, to me, it was the second most memorable role of all yeah. of these. Even though a second ago you said she was just okay. I did. I mean, I, I didn't think anybody was super great in that movie. She, she did well. She was the most likable, but I don't know that it was a real stretch of her acting abilities. So. Yeah, I think we take her for granted. She's been oh, good. That so third much. act, she was really good. In that third, third act, she act was is... definitely the best. When she was defending uh, his uh, his kid, she was she was really good. All right. So, and, oh, who do we think will win? Well, I want her to win. I also think Alicia Vikander is going to win. I went through a lot of research. It stinks to do research because you know I really just was thinking I could maybe think this it. up, but. Yeah. Uh, I went to four websites. I went to Variety, uh, IndieWire, uh, Award Circuit, and Entertainment <laughs> Weekly, uh-huh. and all of them having Vikander winning. Which is awesome. Rachel, who do you have to win? I also have Alicia Vikander to win. Unanimous as well. I'm going with Alicia Vikander as well. So far, all ties. Yeah, the dark so- horses are ruling this for now. <laughs> That's true. Now, there, there's probably going to be some variants here. <laughs> Makeup and hairstyling. Of course, we only have three nominees, so maybe not. Uh, the first nominee <laughs> for makeup and hairstyling is Mad Max Fury Road. Uh, the 100-year-old man who climbed out the window and disappeared, uh, which is going to be the first time a lot of people has ever heard of this movie. And the last <laughs> time. <laughs> and the last nominee for makeup and hairstyling is The Revenant. Jacob, who do you want to win makeup and hairstyling? Even though it may not be the popular decision in this room, I, I want Mad Max to win. I think it, the the world building in this movie was unbelievable, and so that's my that's my want, that's my pick. I'm just going to spoil it. <laughs> uh, Rachel, what's your want? Uh, I'm going with the Revenant because f Mad Max. <laughs> Look, who's who's going to be dressing up? Uh, <laughs> hey, the Revenant time. could win. <laughs> I actually want. The Revenant twin as well. Because uh, F Mad Max. Because F Mad I just, I think Rachel and I have both developed such an attitude against Mad Max that it's hard for me to pick it to win anything. It's hindering your judgment. It probably the, is. On the want to, I don't care. Yeah. Yeah, on the want. This is just want. Right. Uh, okay. Now, our dark horse. So, what is your dark horse for this category? Oh, basically, pro- I mean, it's know, The Revenant. Because, yeah. I mean, I don't have a clue what this other movie is. Yeah. And I mean, you got to figure that makeup and hairstyling is pretty good in it if it was nominated with only three nominees and nobody's ever heard of this movie. Yeah, I mean, when I think of The Revenant, I think of uh, 
the slashes and yeah. and the uh, whatever that that Leo had on them from the bear attack. Yeah, uh, there are some other things in there. In there, oh, like Tom Hardy's uh, scalp scalping yeah, scar. That's pretty amazing. It's pretty great makeup and. Um, but um, I don't think it's better than Mad Max by at all. <laughs> yeah, they made that guy's teeth silver. <laughs> no, remember the scars from the from the guys oh, all over their bodies, and I mean, there's all kinds of like think about all the boils that's on the you know uh, Joe's body. I mean, there's some pretty yeah, cool stuff. Were. Actually, if you look at the makeup in Joe's face alone, there's some really I mean, cool stuff under the eyes and his hair. This is why I'm picking it, but I freaking hate that I'm picking it. <laughs> I'm pointing it out for the listener. So I, I know you guys know this stuff. Like, Come on. <laughs> dark horse. What's your dark horse? Um, my dark horse is the Revenant. Uh, and then I picked Mad Max. Obviously. Okay. Well, my dark horse is Mad Max because I'm going with the Revenant. I do think that it has a shot to kind of ride the wave, just like um, Jacob chose Tom Hardy as the dark horse for the Revenant. I think it has a really shot, a good shot, especially with those bear slashes that you talked about and some of the scalping and things like that. I think it has a decent shot at winning. Uh, so I'm going with the Revenant. Actually, as my will. Okay, so that's the first variance we've had so far. Costume design. This will be fun. Uh, your nominees for costume design are Carol, Cinderella, The Danish Girl, Mad Max Fury Road, and The Revenant. Always period pieces. Always period pieces dominate yep. uh, costume design, which makes sense. Jacob, what do you want to win? Uh, I said this when I kind of reviewed the movie a week or so ago. I think the Danish girl's costumes were unbelievable throughout I it. Remember, I thought the, you the might The detail in, in the dresses were just amazing. I think anytime you kind of capture 19, anywhere from 1700s to 1920s, uh, they seem to always uh, be recognized because right. of the amount of detail and the extravagant, mm-hmm. you know, style that they would wear, in, you know, especially in Europe. Right. Um, I wouldn't say as much for like a 17th century, you know, like the Revenant and whatnot. Yeah. But for me, it's the Danish girls. What I want to win. Rich, what do you want to win this category? Uh, I'll go with Carol. Any I, reason why? I wasn't really. I didn't see Cinderella, and I didn't see the Danish girl, and I wasn't blown away by any of the the costumes. Not really. Mad Max. I mean, they were all <laughs> they were all good, but I didn't feel like any of them really stood out. So I'll just go with Carol because I like their clothes. I actually, that's going to be weird. I actually want Cinderella to win. Uh, the the costume design was fantastic, and that uh, dresses were really pretty. They were gorgeous, uh, but also. I thought Cinderella was an underrated movie anyways. I really like Cinderella for being a live action, um, you know, remake. All these so Disney be, remakes are good. Yeah, they really are. So I think it'd be really cool for it to be recognized because it's going to be the only thing it'll be recognized for. It has a chance for. So I'd, I'd, I'd be cool with Cinderella winning it. Uh, Jacob, what's your dark horse? Uh, my dark horse is Carol. Uh I mean, it's the same thing. It's period piece. It's like, I mean, they were really beautifully well done uh, jackets and a lot of what, what Kate wins, not Kate wins it, but with uh, what's her name? Um, what, what Kate Blanchett wore Kate, were really yeah. striking. Yes. Okay. Rachel, what's your dark horse? My dark horse is Mad Max. Much to my chagrin. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, you can keep choosing as a dark horse. That way you don't have to really give it right? any Ugh. wills or wants. Uh, my dark horse, <laughs> I am I guess a part of me is expecting kind of a run of the Revenant because I'm going with the Revenant as my dark horse here for costume design. Um, I, just, I just have a feeling about it. And Will, what will win costume design? Jacob. I'm going with Mad Max. Oh, uh, Mad I think Max. on the technical aspect, this movie is going to blow it out of the water. Uh, again, uh, the 
the detail in Morton Joe's like China chest plate. That's some pretty cool stuff that they did. Uh, what's the um, and oh, also again with those little minion followers of those guys, yeah. all the white. This the I mean, I read it somewhere online that if, that if George Miller wins, the guy's going to break out a bottle of spray paint and spray his mouth <laughs> silver. You know, that would I mean, be awesome. Actually, like, yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, there really is some pretty cool stuff going on. Even like the 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 girls who are trying to escape, they had some pretty cool things going on on their face. I, I mean, wait. Quit doing costume. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's just, it's just. Uh, I, I think that it absolutely stands out the most. It's the most unique, without a doubt, costume design uh, of the nominees for yeah. sure. Uh, Rachel, what's your choice? For I'm going to go with Cinderella. Cin- really? Yeah. As the winner. Yeah. Nice. I feel like even though I didn't see it, it seems like it would have the most elaborate costumes. There were some very elaborate dresses and costumes. So. Uh, there were. Uh, I'm going to go with Carol. The Academy historically loves period pieces, um, and this one seemed kind of prestigious. I don't know. There's something about this movie. I feel like if the the category – if I feel like voters love this movie, but it's not going to win any of the acting categories. It didn't get nominated for Best Picture. So I feel like this is the way to reward it without giving it anything else. All right. So I got to say this real quick. So the votes are in. It's on It's on the books, right? Uh-huh. So here's a little fun fact for you two about the costume design. Both Carol and Cinderella are done by the same person, Sandy Powell. Uh, huh. So she could split, so she her, could own split her own votes. That's ah. interesting. Going to Mad, Mad Max. Max. Yeah, that would have been my next choice. We will see. That sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Notice how he says that after the vote. Oh, I wasn't going to say it before. No way. <laughs> he really does not want to lose. All right, so Sandy Powell, by the way, has had 11 nominations for costume design. That's incredible. So she's got a very good track Legit. record. So she's, and she's won three Oscars. Wow. So. All right, visual effects is our next category. This is going to be fun. I think there'll be some more variants here. Your nominees, all of these are really, really worthy. Uh, Ex Machina, Mad Max Fury Road, The Martian, The Revenant, and Star Wars The Force Awakens. I think I know what you want to win, Jacob. <laughs> I do want Star Wars to win, but I'm, I'm trying to think smart here, right? Because I don't want to dress up. <laughs> but this is But one. when you think about the... All right, no, now, Mad Max, again, amazing. But look at the world building that Star Wars also created. Think about like the desert planet of Jakku and, mm-hmm. and that whole area where she's trying to sell back all those little pieces. That was great. In the, in the, new, the new cantina scene, yeah, uh, there were some really cool characters in there as well. Uh, then take into account all the digital, um, you know, fighting and, and mm-hmm. that sort of thing. I, I, I think Star Wars, it, it's, in a way, it's kind of unfortunate Mad Max kind of came out this year because Star Wars could do a lot better. But uh, this is one that I think it could win. Uh, Rachel, who do you want to win? So wait, what was that an answer that to? Want. That was my one. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like really you, just, of, you just told us about all and... of yours. <laughs> I know. Um I want Ex Machina to win, obviously. It's not up for a lot of awards, but it was a great movie. And what they did with her was amazing. It was. Absolutely. Um, so I'm going with Ex Machina. Uh, I want Star Wars The Force Awakens to win as well. Um, the most impressive thing to me was that they made a Star Wars movie in 2015 that didn't feel like you're being bombarded by CGI. And everything looked real and was really kind of breathtaking and beautiful. So I want Star Wars to win. Now, Jacob, what's your dark horse? My dark horse is Mad Max. For everything that I just said for Star Wars, Mad Max is 
pretty awesome too. So, I mean, I'm going to be pretty repetitive throughout this podcast <laughs> on Mad Max. Uh, Rachel, what is your dark horse? My dark horse is Star Wars. My dark horse is Star Wars as well, actually. I think that it has a pretty good shot of winning. Yes. Uh, now, so will, though. So, so I'm, I'm, and I also think Star Wars will win. I, I think Mad Max is going to blow pretty much most categories out of the water. I'm hoping that Star Wars will win one or two, and this is one I'm hoping it will win. <laughs> okay, so Rachel, what are you choosing? Mad Max, actually. And I'm okay with it winning this. Yeah. Because of practical effects, I want to encourage that as much as possible. And he did really well with that. So I'm fine with picking Mad Max in this one category. I'm going to echo exactly what you said. I'm actually picking – this is the one category. I'm picking Mad Max Fury Road to win as well. I actually think it will win. I want Star Wars to win. It's funny. We've actually flip-flopped. Uh, Jake has been picking Mad Max to win this whole time. And this time we're picking Mad Max to win and he's <laughs> choosing against it. Um, I will say throughout the year, you all have argued for Mad Max in this favor. So. I have. Yeah. I think this is the one category. I'm like, all right, fine. You that can was have really, that. really good. The visual effects were pretty freaking sweet. I'll give you that. Okay, so uh, next category is sound editing. Um, this is basically we, – we looked up to try to find out what the difference was between sound editing and sound mixing. And in the base, most basic layman terms we could figure out, sound editing – it's basically the sound effects. It's the it's the simple stuff. It's the recording of the the beeps and noises and things like that. Of R two D two. It's like the sound of a lightsaber. I'm going to use all Star Wars examples. Chewbacca's voice <laughs> right. and that sort of thing. And then sound mixing is kind of all of it as a whole. If you have a narrated voice, if you have someone you know speaking in the background or, or right. uh, things like that, that's sound uh, mixing. Right. Because actually, I thought it was flip flop. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the categories here are Mad Max Fury Road, The Martian, The Revenant. Sicario and Star Wars: The Force Awakens. Uh, Jacob, who is your want to win? The Revenant. I remember when I was watching. We're doing editing, right? Yeah. yeah. When I was watching The Revenant, I was like, "Wow, there's some really." Well, I mean, <laughs> this goes for mixing as well, so it's going to be a little tricky. But uh, there were so many things going on um, in this movie that were kind of under the radar. I don't think most people would catch immediately on the first watch. That is. But if we're talking about just mixing in general, you have the bear scene, you have a lot of the uh, the sound effects from the guns uh, and sort of things like that. I, I I think it's just so subtle, which makes it was what makes it really good. Yep. <coughs> Rachel, which do you want to win? Sound editing, right? Yeah, we're doing sound <laughs> editing first. They're right next to each other on the paper, so it's confusing. <laughs> uh, I want Star Wars to win this. And why do you want Star Wars to win? It's freaking Star Wars. <laughs> I mean, like, this this is one of the things that Star Wars is really good with, and I think that it should win. Yeah, the, I'm with you. That's It's also what I want to win. I, I honestly like Star Wars uh, more than any of these movies except for The Revenant. Um, but, I mean, this is Star Wars. It's freaking Star Give Wars. Give it some technical awards. Right. Damn it. Give it some awards. <laughs> so I'm going with Star Wars here as well. Uh, Dark Horse, Jacob. Uh, my dark horse is Mad Max. It's the safety one. And, I mean, you can't ignore all the, you know, motorcycles going over canyons and cars exploding. And, I mean, there's some pretty awesome action sequences in Mad Max. Rachel, dark horse? Uh, my dark horse is The Revenant. Interesting. Why? <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, it just is. I don't yeah, know. Like, because all things Jacob said good. about Revenant yeah. a second yeah. ago. <laughs> uh, uh, my dark horse for sound editing is Star Wars. Uh, I don't think it's going to win this one, uh, but I would not be surprised at all. I, I think it's kind of a a three sided coin flip here between three movies, and any of them could win. Uh, Jacob, what do you think will win this? I think The Revenant will win because of the subtlety. And uh, it's really hard to explain some of the stuff in, on this particular movie. Um, uh, but The Revenant's my pick. Rachel, what do you think will win? Freaking Mad Max. I think freaking Mad Max, too. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's, it's like my brain automatically is going to Mad Max for all the and I'm actually fine. And sound. And I'm actually okay with that. As long as it doesn't win anything saying it's an actual good movie. Yeah, as long I, as it's a well-made movie, it can win those yeah. awards. But a good movie, I got issues with that. But I'm going to yeah. give it sound editing. Yeah. The profession, the professionals have it about 50-50, Revenant or Mad Max. Yeah, that's... yeah, that's Ooh, we got a split here. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, we do. It's, it, we're, we're starting to get divided <laughs> here. Uh, now, sound mixing, uh, the overall sound here, Bridge of Spies, Mad Max, Fury Road... The Martian, The Revenant, Star Wars, The Force Awakens are your five nominees. Um, Jacob, Will, or uh, Juan, excuse me. This is also uh, my want is The Revenant because you can even hear it in the trailer. There's like a, a the the breathing of Leonardo DiCaprio when he's on the horse. You hear like yes. a repetition of that over and over again. You hear like maybe his wife's voice or a child or something like that. You hear so many echoes of voices throughout The Revenant it, that's what makes it very um, Malikish in a way. Yeah, I noticed it throughout the entire movie. There's so much of that going on. There was. Also, think about the camera swinging back and forth, and all like the say that the fight sequences, the Indians, yeah. the the guns going off, and that sort of thing. When those, I mean, even when it's not important, you just kind of feel the chaos happening in the background. And I thought it was great. I mean, there's some really good movies in this category. Uh, this could be a tough one, but I'm going. Uh, but my want is the Revenant. <laughs> I keep spoiling my picks. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel, what do you want to win this? I'm going to spoil my t- picks too. You can basically control V this one. <laughs> <laughs> um, my I want Star Wars to win because it's freaking Star Wars. <laughs> I'm, I'm the same way with you here. As you know, we know what the definitions between the two things are. We know what sound editing is and what sound mixing is, and the differences. But at the end of the day, I still want Star Wars to win these technical categories, even yeah. though I don't think it will. Yep. Um, well, and some cool things about Star Wars, say for instance, the scene where she touches the lightsaber, and there's like a, like a past, a future, and a present tense all throughout that scene. Right. And there's some really cool echoings of hers when she's a little girl. There's some. You, I think you hear Obi Wan Kenobi yeah. in that. That's really that's sound mixing. So some pretty cool yeah. stuff. Yeah. Uh, so what do you, what's your dark horse here? Uh, well, surprise, surprise! My dark horse <laughs> is Mad Max. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but. You know, again, he has actually some dream sequences where it's his, where it's a, a little girl who could be his daughter. Um, you know, all kinds of voices telling him that he's not worthy, uh, that sort of thing. It, it's some pretty fast paced. It happens like two or three times in this movie uh, for that particular scenario. I'm sure there's other things as well, but um, that's what I can think of for Mad Max. All right, Rachel, your dark horse is the Revenant. The Revenant. My dark horse is um, Star Wars. I'm, I'm kind of putting in some hope here for Star Wars to win something. Good. So. I'm glad. Uh, Jacob, so what you think will win, I'm assuming, is The, the Revenant. Revenant. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Rachel? 
Mad Max. Uh, put me in for Mad Max as well. I think Mad Max will win this as well. Uh, I, I really, for both these sound categories, I think you can make an argument for Mad Max, Revenant, Star Wars, all yep. three of them. Yeah. Agreed. I wouldn't be surprised if any of the three won. Agreed. I wouldn't be surprised if two of them split each of the. I, <laughs> I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised, anyways. But the only surprise I would have is if Bridge of Spies, The Martian. Uh, That's what's it, nuts. Like Sicario. The Martian was a good, solid movie. It was. Right. Bridge of Spies, really good, solid movie. I don't think Bridge of Spies is as good as The Martian. I think The Martian is just as deserving. And I just don't see it, it has a chance there, there against just, these other three movies. Th- these three just stood out so much when it came to the technical aspects of the movie, from visuals to sounds, uh, filming. Those three just stood out so much more. Yeah, from a certain perspective, I almost want to win some awards to get some recognition, but I don't want to dress up. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean because it deserves it. Right, but exactly. That's the way it goes sometimes. Yeah. All right. This one's going to be a fun one. Film editing. Your five um, nominees here are The Big Short, Mad Max Fury Road, The Revenant, Spotlight, and Star Wars The Force Awakens. This will be a fun category. Uh, Jacob, what do you want to win? Now, I've always loved film editing, well, for about the last 15 years anyway. Uh, Really, movies like JFK, that Mm -hmm. one for editing. You know, a lot of Scorsese films you'll see at least nominated for editing. When I walked out of the big short, I was like, man, that was edited really well. I yep. even said that it was almost overkill. Um, for this category, my want, though, oh, it is the big short. Uh, I, <laughs> I just thought it was so yourself. cool. Well, I thought it was so cool how, um, um, you know, it went back and forth between we're talking about economics and finance, and then we're talking about pop culture, music, you know, uh, what's her name in a bathtub, uh, Margot, Robbie, Margot Robbie, you know, and then, I mean, it was all over the place. Plus you're talking about four storylines, right? We have, we have four stories yeah. to tell. So you've got to be all over the place. That's my, that's, I, I mean, I, I really wanted to win. All right, Rachel, what do you want to win? Uh, I also have the big short down because in order for me to notice editing, it's got to be really good or really bad. Um, so, and I actually did notice the editing on the big short and I thought it was great. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to echo this. I think, and the same things you guys said. And I think that the fact that they were able to make it, what was interesting about this, it was almost like an MTV MTV version of a really serious and depressing subject. And they had to like, to keep people's attention, the editing had to be sharp. You had to linger on a subject for long enough to get it, but then you had to cut away fast enough, you know, to keep you entertained uh, I want Big Short to win. Jacob, what's your dark horse pick here? My dark horse is Mad Max. I wish it could be Spotlight, to be honest with you, because I would stay. I think the pacing of Spotlight is perfect. I yeah. just don't think it's going to win this category. Uh, I also think the pacing in Mad Max was really good because there were some great action sequences, and then balanced nice with some you know kind of calmer moments of just just trying to tell the story and whatnot. Um, and Apparently, a lot of professionals think that Mad Max is going to win as well, which I was a little surprised about. This is one of the categories I was like, really, Mad Max for editing? But then I kind of started thinking about it, and I was like, yeah. When you think about those dream sequences of him, the little girl, there's some pretty cool stuff that happens, especially when he's being chased in those those dark hallways uh, at the beginning of the movie. There's some pretty cool stuff that they do there. Um, I, I mean, it, when I really think about it, yeah, Mad Max is really good uh, editing-wise. Okay. Rachel, what's your dark horse to win here? The big short. Oh, so you don't think it's going to win. Interesting. Uh, my Dark Horse is also Mad Max because I do think it has a good shot because 
Well, I, I don't think it should because I think it went on about two hours too long. I think it could have. I think about two hours of that could have been clipped off, and we would have had the same movie. Um, <laughs> that said, <laughs> so, <laughs> that said, I think it has a good shot of winning this for the reasons that Jacob said. Uh, so, Jacob, what is your pick to win this category? My pick is the Big Short. I mean, even though it may have been overkill, it's it was pretty awesome, and I yeah. think just. All the sequences that they put into this movie, the fast pace, keeping yeah. you on your toes, keep me entertained. Yes. Uh, was great. And I think a l- so much of that is due to the editing. I agree with that completely. Rachel, your pick to win? Unfortunately, I'm going with Mad Max. You think it's going to win? I think it might. <laughs> <laughs> My pick is also the big short. Uh, I, I think it's going to win. And I think that um, all the reasons we stated previously i think it has a really good shot at this one which is cool because i don't know if it's going to win any of the big ones and it was my number one movie of the year so it'd be nice if it picks up an oscar or two uh production design is the next one we're going to skip to uh this is a fun one bridge of spies the danish girl mad max fury road the martian and the revenant it's really obvious the movies that um you know, were technically well done. They're repeated in all these categories. This is a, I mean, I think this is a great category or they're mm. great movies in this category. Yes. Um, because look at the time periods for all five. We have uh, dystopian, we have futuristic on Mars, the revenant. Where's mm-hmm. that? In tor- night, whatever is pioneer times, pioneer 17th century. Yeah. Bridge of spies. That's, you know, post-world war yeah, in Cold Germany. War. Yeah. Again, a tough category. That is, um, I've said this a lot. I think the world building in Mad Max is a pretty amazing. The details, the details in this movie are stupid, uh, especially, and I'm not a car guy, but what they put into those cars are insane. The spikes and the whatever going all over the place, the, the, the motorcycles and all the little tiny, I mean, uh, you know, a lot of people don't know this. I paint little, you know, miniature models and whatnot. And the details that go into that, where these guys' heads are at when they, when they design these are, I mean, it's something that I probably can never think of, but I appreciate how they do that. And they do that not just with the characters. They also do that with – and, yeah, you think about it, We're in a desert setting, so not a whole lot to that. But for the cars, the places around uh, Morton Joe's, um, I thought it was pretty fantastic and, and pretty unique what Mad Max was able to pull off. Rachel, what do you want to win production design? I'm actually going to go with Bridge of Spies for this one. Really? I have no, I have no reason for I'm this. I just thought it. it was good. I'm not very well spoken tonight. It was good, and I think it should win. I want it to win. My pick here for production design is the Revenant. That's what I want to win. I, I think it was a, it was a gorgeous movie, and I know that has more to do with cinematography. It, it was so true to what it was. Um, you know, it's covering. You know, we were saying the 17th century pioneer times, but I felt like I was right there in the middle of it all, I would really, really like Revenant Twin. Yep. Uh, Jacob, what's your dark horse here? My dark horse is the Danish girl. I, I always say this, Tom Hooper, that guy can direct so well. So much of that goes into his, his time period movies. Well, they're all time period, really kind of in the same, you know, 19 or 1800s to early 1920s, yeah. you know, 1930s. Victorian, he's, exactly. Victorian yeah. is a good word. And so what they put into this movie, uh, you know, being in, in, I think Denmark was uh, just amazing, beautiful, actually, how they can just put texturize a wall and then just bring out the colors for this movie. Uh, pretty cool. Yeah. Nice. Rachel, what's your dark horse here? 
My dark horse is Bridge of Spies. <laughs> Shut it. This is why I said I didn't know how I felt about this contest since I was going to have to wear the stuff. <laughs> my pick here, uh, that, that's, uh, yeah, that's definitely not going to win. Uh, my that's pick a here, dark horse pick. <laughs> Screw you. Going you for the tank here. Gonna, Rachel's going to pick. You might have cost yourself <laughs> 0.5 points. If you lose by 0.5, it's coming back to production design. That's right. Bridge of, uh, Bridge of Spies. Uh, my dark horse is the Revenant. Uh, as much as I want it to win, uh, I think there's a movie that's going to win over it. So that is my dark horse pick. Jacob, what do you think will ultimately win production design? Uh, Mad Max, again, yeah, because I, it's so unique. We really have not seen much quite like yeah. this. Rachel, what do you think will win? Mad Max. Yeah, I think this is another unanimous one. I, I would... I would be shocked if Mad Max didn't win production design. And honestly, it deserves it. I don't want it to because I don't like the movie. But it does deserve it. So, uh, Our 10th category that we are covering here goes right along with production design. Cinematography, one of our favorites here at Pulp Fiction. Carol, The Hateful Eight, Mad Max Fury Road, The Revenant, and Sicario. Some good, some good, good solid nominees this year in cinematography. Uh Jacob, what do you want to win? This was a tough one for me. Yeah, this is probably one of my favorite categories. Um, and actually, I kind of think that um, The Martian got a little snubbed on this one. It Well, didn't we do our cinematography list along with The Martian? Uh, yes, we did. Because yeah. it stood out to us. Well, a lot of Ridley Scott movies generally get nominated for cinematography. Right. Um, I mean, yeah, I think we were talking about the contrast of colors, how they were able to kind of skew that out. That's just an observation. You know, though, when you look at the nominees, though, it's kind of hard, except for Sicario. Um, I think that The Martian, to me, should have made it over Sicario. But the other four, I mean, it's it's tough to right. say that it should have been nominated in, over any of those four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I it just, just shows how I, strong this category was. Yeah, I mean, I thought those other movies were great, too. But really, I mean, what I want to win, ever since I saw the trailer, I mean, that's what gets you. I'm such a visual person. Yeah. I was the Revenant. Yeah. I, I want I want that movie to win because of this, just oh my god, the, the swinging of the cameras, the able to capture the landscape. Uh, just I, I thought it was beautiful, and I think you said it earlier this year. It's one of the most beautiful movies you've seen in yeah. quite a while. Yeah, it, it absolutely is. Rachel, what's your pick here for wanting to win cinematography? The Revenant. Yep. It, it was just beautiful. It was that was my favorite part of the movie was the cinematography of the movie. Yeah, I think that I mean, this is unanimous want to win, and I, I did say it earlier. I think it was the it, this would be my pick if we're doing an Oscars for the past ten years. I would choose uh, the Revenant to win cinematography. Uh, that's how strongly I feel about the cinematography in the Revenant. Uh, what's your dark horse here, Jacob? Uh, my dark horse is Mad Max, and I know I keep picking this movie. Um, but well, we've been going but, over all the technical aspects so far, so yeah, it makes yeah, sense. It's true. I mean, uh, but practical effects, and that starts, I think, behind the lens, mm-hmm. um, and not on a computer. Uh, you know what I mean? And yeah. So it's just you're out in the sand. So how can you make that exciting? And I really think they captured that really well. Um, not so did the, not so as, did the mummy, though. <laughs> no, that's a lot of digital effects. I mean, it's no revenant, but I, I do think Mad Max was filmed really well. Rachel, what's your dark horse here? Mad Max. Yeah, I uh, don't want to talk about it though. My my pick for dark horse is Mad Max as well. I, th- I think that all three of our picks for all three of these are going to be the exact same. The pick here to win this category will be Jacob. Uh, the revenant. I, yeah. I I think it. 
I think it will win. Okay, it's Emmanuel Lubezki. I mean, he's he's been up for multiple Oscars. He's won the last two years in a row with Gravity and with Birdman last year. And I think he'll win for a third time in a row, which I think is awesome, epic. Yeah. He's deserving of it. Yeah. He also did Children of Men. Yeah, this guy he's is so a good. stud. And, so it's, good. and this is a tough category, but yeah. dude, it, it was. I think it was just awesome. Yeah, Rachel will win. The Revenant. Revenant. Uh, yeah, I think it's going to get the hat trick as well. Uh, there, I, I just don't see any way that The Revenant doesn't win. I, I would be pissed if Mad Max wins this one over I mean, The Revenant. Carol was cool. Now, here's the thing. The Hateful Eight did the 70 millimeter, and that was that was pretty awesome. It was really, really cool. Granted, so much of that movie was filmed inside of a cabin that somewhat takes away. I mean, you compare that to The Revenant and all the I mean, outdoors. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You know, I see like a lot of movies will at least get nominated when they do have a lot of landscapes happening. Right. You, know, you see a lot of like, um, like Dances with Wolves or mm-hmm. some of those Kevin Costner movies kind of were like that. Um, so I don't think the Hateful Eight has much of a chance. And no. Sicario was filmed really beautifully. It I think was. That was the one thing that we really took away from that movie because I, yeah. I think we were in agreement that it was kind of overrated. The sequence when they were um, going to do the cave. Oh, yeah. That um, was... The night vision. That was amazing. It was really, yeah. really well done. Um, but I don't think it holds a candle to no. the Revenant. I, I think something about Carol that should be said about cinematography that was interesting. It was a really mundane story and setting. But it looked gorgeous. I mean, they yeah, took it really something did. that was really There was an elegance plain. behind it. Yes, an elegance. That's a good word to describe, Carol. Uh, now, let's get – let's switch things up. Let's get some uh, some fun going on here. Best animated feature <laughs> film. The first nominee, Anamalisa, Boy in the World, Inside Out, Shaun the Sheep movie, and When Marnie Was There, Jacob. What do you, I, this is going to be really quick. Even what though this is a fun category, I think it's going to be a pretty quick one. It will be. Uh, I I want Inside Out to win. I think it will win. Honestly, I think this movie got snubbed for uh, for a uh, best picture. One hundred percent agree with that. Uh, Rachel, you want to echo that? Uh, yeah, Inside Out is who I want to win. I who I think will win. I don't think there's even a question about that. But my dark horse is Anomalisa. That's yeah, that's my dark horse too. I mean, it really yeah. was pretty cool what they were doing with the stop motion. And it's the only two that even have a shot. None yeah. of these other three even have a remote prayer at all of winning this thing. Uh, yeah, inside out. It was your really. One so of... you saw the other ones? No, I'm just saying <laughs> from my research. I know. Uh, no, uh, I'm just. Rachel, wasn't Inside Out your number one of the year? Yes, it was. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm gonna will want Inside Out and Dark Horse on Melissa. Our twelfth category. Original song. This one will be fun. The first nominee is Earned It from Fifty Shades of Grey by The Weeknd. We got Manta Ray. Uh, thank you. Manta Ray from the movie Racing Extinction by Jay Ralph. We have Simple Song number three from the movie Youth by David Long. Lang. David Lang. Uh, Till It Happens to You from the movie The Hunting Ground. It's a documentary. Sing by Lady Gaga. And Writings on the Wall from the movie Spectre, the James Bond movie, performed by Sam Smith. Uh, Jacob, what do you want to win best song? Well, personally, the one that that I liked the most was Simple Song Number 3 by David Lang in Youth. Uh, There's a pretty – it's it's calm, it's subtle. There's a pretty piano piece to it. Um, I really liked how it sounded. No, 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 <laughs> Screw that. No. Screw that choice. <laughs> that's, that's the opera one. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah so, no, I was like, that's not what you told us God, before the show. It's Manta Ray. 
but uh, and it's in the movie Racing Extinction, which is a documentary, and that's performed by Jay Ralph. Yes, botch that one, but that one is how I describe it. <laughs> the other one is an opera kind of selling piece, and I like opera, but it, it just yeah, I've heard that before. It's no Ave Maria. No Ave Maria. That's right. Uh, Rachel, your choice for song. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Earned It. I don't feel like the weekend should be tied with as many Oscar wins as Al Pacino, but do you feel like the weekend earned it? Oh, <laughs> snap. I, I, it's, it's definitely, it's probably not the best song on here, but I, I like to sing along to it and I liked it before I knew it had anything to do with 50 shades of gray. So yeah, I'm, I'm actually going to be with, I'm going with you here. I, I actually liked earned it. It was the only thing about 50 shades of gray that I liked. Even as I watched 50 shades of gray live, the only thing I was like, Oh, that song was pretty cool. And that's the only thing I liked about this movie. Um, yeah, so I'm going with Earned It from the weekend as well as my want to. Uh, Jacob, what's your dark horse here? My dark horse is actually Earned It uh, because it is getting a lot of buzz. It seemed like it's being on the radar for some lists. Um, I'm not much of an R&B guy. I think the pacing of the, of the song's fine. It's not my favorite, um, but it's okay. Well, and it was a hit. It was a, it it was was a, a radio, radio hit, hit which, right. which gives it a lot of weight yeah. here. Uh, with voters, it's the one that it's instantly the most recognizable song. The, these are these are a couple of the, this is a category I always feel like could be a, a popularity contest. Could be. Yes, for sure, yeah. for sure. Well, it's 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 kind of like a jury knowing you know something about a case before they decide it. I mean, it's a, you're a little altered here if you if you know right. the song uh, before instead of listening to it once when you're voting. Uh, Rachel, your choice here. You mean like Three Six Mafia. Yeah, exactly. You that know, song was here good. For that song was good. <laughs> What's your dark horse pick here, Rachel? Um, writings on the wall. It's Bye. a it's a Bond. It's the Spectre. Yes, it's a Bond song. Uh, they always have a chance to win. That's and that's it's a, and it's a good song. And I it's Sam Smith, really, who's a big pop yeah, star. I actually really I do like writings on the wall. Yeah, good song. Uh, my dark horse is my same as Want It. Uh, I'm gonna go with Earned It from Fifty Shades of Grey as a dark horse. I don't think it will win. Uh, but I think it's got a good shot. Jacob, what will win this category? So, yeah, speaking of popularity contests, I'm going with uh, Till It Happens to You, song by Lady Gaga, also yep. co-written by Dan Warren, who has been nominated eight times for other movies. What did we say? Armageddon, yeah, uh, Con Armageddon. Air, just some other ones uh, in there. Yeah, uh, and a lot but, of these were but big But it's performed hits. really well. I actually think, you know, I'm not a music guy. I mean, that's not true. I just think Lady Gaga sings it well. It's a cool sounding song. And I think for popularity reasons, it will, it will win. I'm with you. J uh, Rachel, what's your pick for will win here? Ditto. Till it happens to you, the hunting ground. Yep. Uh, make that unanimous. Unanimous. Miss. Uh, make that <laughs> unanimous. I am also picking. I mean, it's Lady Gaga and she is riding a wave of, you know, her career is taking an interesting uh, trajectory. She was kind of the freak show and she was the huge, uh, pop star, but now over the last couple, really since last year's Oscars, where she sang, uh, help me out here, guys. What did she sing? Uh, in everybody, the, uh, the sound of music. The sound of music. Yeah, yes. it was amazing, and everybody was blown away. Uh, and we're like, whoa, she yeah. can sing. She doesn't look like a freak. She likes a normal person. <laughs> she can sing. And then she was in Freak Show, uh, or not Freak Show. She was in American Horror Story. Uh, she won a Golden Globe for that. And now she's got an Oscar-nominated song. Yeah. I think she'll ride she's, that way. It's like she's kind of garnering respect. this respect in, yes. the, in the film industry, which yeah. is really cool. Also, talent in, in a way, of... it kind of reminds me of Bjork, you know? When yeah. she kind of did that little, that little steal. Yeah, Maybe she she'll like... show up in a swan outfit, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's being respected now for actual talent. Also, good song. 
Yeah, uh, there's that it's, too. It's not just like, oh, well, everybody likes Lady Gaga. This is actually a really good song. <laughs> uh, good point. I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> oh, yeah. Plus, it deserves it. <laughs> there's that little factoid as well. <laughs> so, uh, let's go to original score. The nominees here are Bridge of Spies, scored by Thomas Newman. Carol by Carter Burwell. The Hateful Eight by anybody want to take a stab at this? Good luck with that one. Uh, I got it. Ennio. It'll be Ennio uh, Americana. Very well done. <laughs> we don't know if that's right or not, but we're going with it. It sounds Spanish, and I'm guessing the E is <laughs> A. Sicario, which was scored by Johan Johansson. Or John Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> Good job naming him there, parent, Johan's parents. <laughs> That'd be like Brandon Brandonson. Jacob Jacobson. <laughs> Rachel Rachelson. Star Wars The Force Awakens. Johan Williams. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jacob, I think it's pretty obvious what you want to win. Well, what I want to win is Carol. I've always thought oh, Carol's was nice. a, it was a beautiful piece. It's a, got a harp, and actually, there's a pretty cool duet between a violin and a flute throughout it. I think it's a flute uh, that's a really kind of nice balance for the movie because you have these two, this love interest as well. Um, very delicate. It's a really pretty piece. That's that's a great choice. I'm surprised you went with it just because Star Wars and John Williams. So um, it kind of shows that you're biased, like, you know. Let me say it's never a bad idea to go with John Williams, though. Yeah, John Williams <laughs> is always great. And and the score, really, for the new Star Wars movie was really, it was. really... It's not what I want to win, but it was really good. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, uh, so what do you want to win? The Hateful Eight. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm just a sucker for Tarantino scores, like... Uh, Whoever, this guy is amazing. I can't say his name. Neo. Yeah, just call him Neo. That guy, he's uh, he's pretty amazing, and that score was great. Yeah, I mean, we we looked it up. He's eighty-seven years old, um, and the fact to be able to have that much creativity still at this age is just pretty mind blowing. Because <laughs> as you get older, your creativity goes away. I mean, no, really. I in mean, in a way, really, I would it, think it, you can get burned out a little you bit. You get burned out. He, he's you done a lot you, of. You end up doing kind of repeating yourself, maybe like, oh, that kind of sounds the same. Uh, I mean, a lot of the great artists, even actors, aren't as good later on. So suck it. Uh, uh, well, <laughs> okay, Ennio, um I don't have his name in front of me. He's one. Uh, an honorary Academy Award in 2007, I believe. I mean, going through his list here, he's done like hundreds of scores here. I mean, I mean, it's a it's a lot of stuff. It's pretty impressive, to be yeah. honest with you. Uh, I don't, I do know he was nominated for Untouchables, yeah. uh, which is a pretty cool score. Uh, I heard he did it LA Confidential, even though I can't find it on here. <laughs> um, but he's done a couple other like um, Inglorious Bastards, which he yeah. which he was nominated for, and. Uh, Django and Chain. So I guess he's worked with uh, Tarantino. Tarantino before. Yeah, it's. I, I'm going with Rachel here as well. I really want it, and the score was really, really great. It was uh, one of the standout features of the Hateful Eight. So I want him to win as well. Always got to cheer the old guy. Jacob, what's your dark horse here? Yeah, LA Confidential isn't on this list. Uh, my dark horse is actually Star Wars because there are the reason why I don't want Star Wars to win is because I've heard it before and there are some pretty cool pieces that John Williams has added on to it. That's what he's always done. You know, he started out with the, the Star Wars theme and then he added the Empire theme and Empire Strikes Back and then he kind of added like a Princess Leia love and an Ewok kind of sound and Jedi and then we've done the same thing with the prequels and now this. I mean, and I think there's a couple pretty pieces in what he wrote but it's still Star Wars to me. But right. and, and what Rachel just said, how can you go against John Williams? Right. And that's why he's my dark horse. Yeah. Never a bad pick. All right, Rachel, what's your dark horse here in the score category? Uh, 
I'm my dark horse is uh, the hateful eight. Okay, so you don't think it will win, but you. you I don't, but I want it to. Okay, Uh, my dark horse is actually Carol. I actually do think it has a shot, just because it stood out to me, and it's it's the most prestigious of all the movies, and sometimes that helps out in in a secondary category like score, um, kind of as a tiebreaker. Like, well, we want to reward it. Let's reward it with score because it was more prestigious than the other ones. Now, Jacob, what do you think will win this category? I think the Hate Eight will win. Uh, actually, when I listen to most of these scores, this is the one that I think is the most unique, mm-hmm. stands out the most. Also, a lot of people are kind of saying, since he's never really won, yeah, that, he's they're, that he's due. And a lot of the critics seem to think that this is going to win as well. Nice. It'd be, how cool would it be to, after so many nominees, to win one for the first time? Before you die. Old. Yeah, seriously. Well, and that <laughs> may play a part in, in the voting. Uh, they feel like you won't get another yeah. shot. I mean, and Tarantino only makes a movie like every three years. So That's I mean, true. <laughs> uh, Rachel, what's your pick for Will Win? I'm actually going with Carol. Nice. nice. Interesting. Okay, my Will Win, I think uh, The Hateful Eight will win as well. I think I think the dude's going to get it. What Give it to you, the old man. Want? Uh, my want was Hateful Eight as well. Okay. Adapt. Oh, we're in the big ones now. All right, let's strap in. We're into the... Yep. Uh, into the biggies. The next couple are screenplays. Yeah, Love screenplays. That. These these are fun. These are uh, these are some of my favorite. To me, screenplays are where you know you have your great movies. Right. Like sometimes I will pass over Best Picture and I'll go look at the screenplays for those years because that usually tells you right there if it's yeah. a good story. One hundred percent. That's how I found all the President's Men. A lot of the movies from the seventies. If you just go look at the screenplays there, you'll find some great movies uh, yeah. in there instead of like you know what. Want one best picture? It was even nominated. Right. No, that's that's a great great call. I mean, th- these are the word. This these make the movies. These are the backbones of the movies. It's the it's the starting point of the movie. Uh, let's do adapted screenplay first. Um, adapted from another material. The nominees are The Big Short, Brooklyn, Carol, The Martian, and Room. All great. Movies. They're all great. I mean, they, I mean, uh, this is what we're saying. This year's Oscars. I've never seen. We said it in our. Our top fifth, our, our top ten of the year list. I've never s- agreed more with so many yep. of the picks. Yep, uh, yeah. Like there's some great indies out there, but I mean, all these, like, these are th- this year great it was it was so obvious to me the best movies this year, and they were the ones all nominated. So rare. Uh, so what is which one do you want to win though? If you had to, uh, out of this one, I want the Big Short to win. I, I had a great time watching it. I thought I, for tackling such a tough subject, they did it such a, a fun angle to do mm-hmm. it. And it was fast paced, and it was you know you know heavy dialogue yeah. with four storylines going on, and a lot of good acting as well. Yeah. Rachel, what do you want to win Best Adapted Screenplay? I also have the Big Short. Uh, it's going to be unanimous. This could have been a really boring movie. The, the yeah. subject matter that was here could have been boring. It could have been really hard to understand, and they made it one of the most entertaining, funny movies of the year. How did they do that? I'm, I'm excited to watch it again now that it's been about a month since I've seen it. I've been waiting yeah. for it to come out on iTunes. Nice. I'm ready. Uh, Dark Horse here. What do you think has a shot to win here, Jacob? Uh, I think The Martian because it's kind of the same thing. We're tackling such a, a tough subject. And from what I understand, and I don't have their names in front of me, I apologize, but they transferred over from the book really well. And um, I mean, again, Matthew Damon did a great job executing the dialogue in this movie. 
for <laughs> Matthew Damon. That's a very <laughs> formal very way proper. of saying his name. Um, Matthew. Yeah. <laughs> well, Matthew. Well, I mean, he is, you know, a very important figure in Hollywood. Let's give him the proper respect. Let's use his full name here. All right. So <laughs> Matthew Allen Damon. <laughs> I don't know what his full name is. But, you know, you're talking NASA stuff, um, you know, Y'all threw me off. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. You're no, 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 it's totally funny. <laughs> Rachel, you're you know what I meant. Your dark horse pick here for uh, adaptive screenplay. <laughs> uh, I'm going with Room. I'm also going with Room. Why do you Why do you think that Room has a shot to win here? It's, I don't know. It's really good. <laughs> Rachel is not on her game no, tonight. Uh, it's a good not. movie. Yeah. Rachel's ready to go to bed. I, I got nothing. <laughs> uh, I, I'll speak for Rachel here as tribute. Thanks. I'm picking Room as my dark horse. Here, here's the deal. It's nominated for Best Picture for a reason. Uh, to me, you can almost X off Carol here uh, because it's not nominated for Best Picture. It doesn't have a shot. Room, the basis of the movie is so much in the words and what happens, uh, the dialogue, uh, especially between the mother and the son telling the, per, the the perspective from the boy. Yeah. From the boy, which was a completely different angle. Yeah. And the fact that this movie was able to convey something that was horrifying and to cover how horrifying it was, but at the same time to offer hope, to offer humor and to really, even though they're going through horrifying things because it was through his viewpoint, we didn't, he didn't realize how horrifying it was. It was, it was a really complex screenplay uh, and they pulled it off. So that's why I think Room has a shot to win. Jacob, what do you think will win this? Uh, I think the Big Short will win for all the reasons I just said. Uh, Rachel? Big Short. Unanimous. Uh, I'd be surprised if the Big Short doesn't win this. Uh, because, and here's the thing, like sometimes, because this, this movie is one of the buzz ones for Best Picture. And sometimes it seems the movies that don't win Best Picture will probably win the screenplay. That's right. true. Yeah, absolutely. Um, original screenplay. These are always fun because... These were never a book before or anything. These are written for the big screen. Uh, Bridge of Spies, Ex Machina, Inside Out, Spotlight, and Straight Out of Compton. What I find interesting, you kind of see here by looking at these, which movies were the next in line to be nominated for Best Picture if they would have. Yeah. Uh, Ex Machina, yep. Straight Out of Compton, and Carol all miss out on Best Picture nominees. But you can tell because they're nominated for screenplay that they would have been the next ones in line. It seems often you'll find Wes Anderson movies here, yes. PC Anderson movies, yeah. a lot of indie type films. I mean, like Ex Machina. I haven't heard or anyone say they didn't like this movie. In fact, it's at the top of a lot of people's lists. Yep. Yeah. Like this is uh, Eternal Sunshine. It was up for it yep. one screenplay, but didn't get anything else. You know. I think the reason probably was too that it was it didn't carry the weight that the other movies did like as great as it was it was basically the screenplay the acting and a cool movie but it, it wasn't as the subject matter and all those things that i don't know as... you didn't know because like look at inside out man that's a it's a pixar film with you know who knows what it's sold and it's getting like a 99 and whatever percentile you know it's insane it didn't get nominated it's insane it's it's that that, that was a big boo-boo on the academy's that being year. said i want inside out to yeah. win screenplay rachel i also have inside out your number one movie of the year yeah i mean it was a really smart screenplay I, i'm still amazed at what they were able to pull off something so complex and make it so simple yeah so. it's true it's brilliant yeah, yeah. It was, i mean it's it's a movie really that adults are going to love, kids are going to think it's funny. Uh, it was clever, unique, different, 
we all love Inside Out. That's that's a no brainer. Uh, is that your? Is that yeah, I want a twin too as well. Uh, Jacob, what's your dark horse here? That's my dark horse. Yep. Unfortunately, I I think there's one other movie that's stronger. Yep. Uh, I'm the same way. Uh, Rachel, what's your dark horse? Ditto. I have Inside Out as my dark horse. I think we're all going to pick so, it. I think we all know what we want to win <laughs> and has a chance to win, but what's really going to win. My dark horse is Inside Out as well. Uh, I wouldn't be completely shocked if it won for that reason. Because no. it did get screwed out of a Best Picture nominee, they could be like, okay, this is – it was brilliant. Here you go. Here's the screenplay award. Right. But I think we all know what is most likely to win, and that is Jacob – to me, spotlight. I just think it's a it's an amazing screenplay, and again, tells a story of like four or five people. Uh, again, it's just executed so perfectly. Yep, uh, kind of a no brainer here, Rachel. Yep, spotlight as well, and I'm I'm okay with that. Yeah, I, it was definitely a great movie and a great sp- screenplay. Can you all think of a Pixar film that's ever been nominated or won? I don't have it in front of me. You know, for a screenplay. For screen, I wouldn't be surprised if Up was or Wally. Those were probably the two kind of most uh, well-respected uh, as far as writing goes. Yeah, maybe, maybe Toy Story 3, 3, maybe Gosh, The Incredibles. it's a tough one. We'll have to look into that. Yeah, okay. we do. Uh, my pick here is also Spotlight. I mean, come on. This is – it was it was just a fascinating, heartbreaking, brilliant movie. Dead giveaway. Dead giveaway. <laughs> uh, okay, so moving on. Again, we're doing the big ones here. Uh, this is always probably my favorite category every year. I'm a sucker for acting. Um, I just love the acting uh, categories. Actor in a leading role. Your nominees are Brian Cranston from Trumbo, Matthew Damon from The Martian. <laughs> Leonardo, Very important. Leonardo DiCaprio with The Revenant. Michael Fassbender with Steve Jobs and Eddie or Edward Redmayne with the Danish girl. <laughs> you bastard. <laughs> uh, Jacob, uh, who do you want to win? I, I think this is going to be another one where we're going to be kind of unanimous here. I think this is probably the weakest category this year. It is. You know yes. what's funny? Weird I don't mean that. Look, okay, I want Leo to win. I think Leo is going to win. And I don't, and I, I don't say that, that like, you know, Fassbender wasn't good and, and you know, uh, Cranston didn't good, do good in Trumbo. I just think it's Leo's year. It's his sixth nomination. Uh, I want him to win. I think he's going to win. Rachel, your thoughts on who you want to win? Leo. I mean, this is usually a difficult category. It's not difficult this year. That was the clear standout. Uh, the guy crawled inside a horse. Like all the things that he, <laughs> all the things that he went through. If you're going to go through all that and then not win. Uh, leading role, actor in a leading role, plus all of the other performances, good, not great. Yep. So yep. Uh, I want him to win. I don't think there's any question that he will win. I'll just spoil it. I, I have Eddie Redmayne as my dark horse, but I don't. There's no chance that it's not going to be Leo. He does the wiener tuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Buffalo Bill didn't win. Uh, <laughs> here's the deal. You're right. Everything you guys said was true. There's no way Leo doesn't win this year. I mean, it's it's the biggest. His physical performance His was physical amazing. Perform- and what's, you know, it, it's so funny that he did all that in a year because he really wants to win this Oscar. He did it in a year that was, it, it is literally the weakest lead acting. He could have phoned category. it in. Yeah, and, and he still, still would have won, won this. If he would have just crawled inside a horse and ate a raw bison, every price still would have won and just given pretty good performance, they probably would have given it to him. This yeah. is 
for you know for Brian Cranston from Trumbo or or Eddie Redmayne from The Danish Girl to be the next best performance this year, that's a weak weak year for be- when you go historically. There are usually two or three that are just like, whoa, these were great, and then maybe one stand. But this year, Leo was the only one um, that's really worthy of, of really – the other ones I wouldn't even pick to be nominations most years. Yeah, I thought I Matt agree. Damon was really good working with the dialogue, but I still thought it was Matt Damon being Matt Damon. Exactly. It was. Yeah. If, if you – like if we were to go back and look at last year, year before, year before, year before – and looked at all those categories. Besides Leo, if you looked at the nominees, I wouldn't put any of those other four guys. I wouldn't either. In any, I wouldn't nominate him for any year besides this year because it was so weak. I, w- I don't know because I mean he still did some pretty amazing things, physically. Oh Le- no, no, I'm saying besides Leo. Oh, besides I'm sorry. The I'm sorry. other four, I wouldn't nominate in any other year. So who is your dark horse? My, my dark horse is actually Fastbender. Again, we have Aaron Sorkin, writing. Uh, Fastbender was pretty good. I mean, yeah. he did actually act and not play himself as opposed to Matt Damon. I think yeah. Fassbender was great. Uh, your dark horse was Eddie Redmayne, which is good. And he's got so much buzz right now. He and does. He was transgender. And that's so. a good guess. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and he was, as, as much as I'm not a fan of the guy, he was great in The Danish Girl. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with Brian Cranston here just because it's Brian. I mean, he's he's gotten some some pretty decent buzz. As It's kind of like, Who's got the buzz is maybe being the number two this year. Pretty uh, much this is an opportunity for all of us to just pick whoever we want because we know Leo's going to win. Yeah, there's not a chance. <laughs> this is the What's only so? category that's just a dead giveaway. Yeah, yeah it is. Uh, now, the other category that's that's a possible dead giveaway uh, that's, that's a no-brainer, but not as much as Leo, is actress in a leading role. The nominees are Kate Blanchett from Carol, Brie Larson with Room, Jennifer Lawrence from Joy, Charlotte Rampling from uh, 45 Years and Saoirse Ronan. Saoirse Ronan. From Brooklyn. <laughs> uh, Jacob, who do you want to win this one? I want Saoirse Ronan to win. I've thought about this a lot. I mean, I I, I love um, Brie Larson. I think she's a great actress. She's upcoming. I always bring up Short Term 12. She's great in other movies. but And she was great in Room. Saoirse Ronan carried... You know, the all of Brooklyn, I, I think she was wonderful in that role. And I kind of feel like Brie Larson carried half of Room. You know what I mean? That's, that's a strong point. Actually, that's a, that's actually a really strong point. I cannot disagree with that. Jacob, or Rachel. <laughs> uh, this is really hard for me to decide between those two, and I think yep. that's going to be the the theme here but i went i went with brie larson and that's probably just because i like brie larson more i like shersha ronan just fine and i'm excited to see what she's gonna do and i'll go see stuff because she's in it but um i just really like brie larson yeah uh this is you're right all three of us it's gonna be between these two for i think all of these uh i would be happy if either one of the one i would yep same i would applaud either one uh and think that either one deserved it um I want Brie Larson to win, though. Um, just because you're right about uh, Shershi Ronan, but um, she and she transformed, you know, from oh. this meek, mild, humble, um, innocent, naive girl to what she was at the end. She'd completely matured, and we saw that process. It wasn't a fast, you yeah. know, fix. We saw her change throughout the movie. And I love that. And so that's I went back and forth on this. But in the end, Brie Larson, um, she she was strong. She was 
There's a lot more range. A lot more uh, uh, reaction to things. Yeah, breakdowns or her climaxes were. But see, that's my. That's kind of also an argument too that I I could put against Brie Larson is that like she She also seemed like she was Brie Larson, you know, except for when she had like the breakdowns. But she still seemed like she could have just been acting herself, except for some crying moments. Whereas Saoirse Ronan, yeah, I know she's English, but she's doing this heavy Irish dialogue. Mm-hmm. And the only problem is she doesn't have those breakdown moments, those those major char- – well, she has a character arc, but not an emotional one like Brie Larson does. Right. I just thought the acting was better by Saoirse Ronan when I really think about it. I think that's a major reason why that movie is her best picture. Yeah. No, I agree with that. She, she was – like I said, it's almost a coin flip for me. Who I think deserves it the most and wants it. So your dark horse here is going to be seriously running, okay. unfortunately. Yeah. And honestly, it's I was hoping when I was reading through all the critics that, that you the, think and that most of them have Saoirse as a as the dark horse or as they yeah. run her out. But I mean, almost everyone's saying it's Brie Larson. Yes, yeah. uh, Rachel, who's your Which dark sucks? Horse? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It's cool. uh, Saoirse Ronan yeah. is my so it's, so it's unanimous we all are going to choose her as the dark horse and then of course we're all choosing Brie Larson to win uh, best actress in a leading role uh, okay so two categories left two big ones the biggest ones of the night at the 88th annual Oscars best director the big short Adam McKay from the big short Mad Max Fury Road George Miller the Revenant, help me with his name. I can't pronounce it. Oh, uh, Alejandro Gonzalez Inarritu. Yeah, this yes, Inarritu is when I screw up. Room directed by Lenny Abrahamson and Spotlight directed by Tom McCarthy, of course, obviously. Um, so, um, who do you want to win this category, Jacob? This this is going to be a fun category. I want uh, Inarritu to win this category. I. I... Again, a lot of it's so much on that cinematography part of it. I, I think they're a great team. Um, it, I, I just think The Revenant was a beautiful movie. Yeah. And um, I think he's finally coming on as a director. I think the proof is in with with him winning, winning with Birdman last year. I know the odds are against him and that he'll be the – if he were to win, he'd be the third director to ever win back-to-back. Right. Um, so there is that, but – um, I, th- I think he should win. Yeah. Rachel, who do you think should win this one? I'm also going to go with Inner Two for The Revenant. I wasn't... The movie itself, I wasn't a huge fan of The Revenant just because of little character development, all that kind of stuff that we've discussed before. But it was absolutely beautiful. So cinematography, directing, uh, Leo's performance was great. I, I think it fully deserves all of those awards. I agree. It, to me, it was the most epic movie that we saw this yes, year it I was agree with that. it to me it was the only movie that i saw that i felt like i was watching something more than a movie and that goes back to directing uh from from the way he shot the film the 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 shots were so complex um long tracking shots all over the place the realism putting you right there into um that atmosphere building that world um the the bear scene alone. Um, the bear I, scene. <laughs> I, I'm going with Enrico as well. Now, who's your dark horse here? Uh, my dark horse is George Miller. I yeah. mean, everyone has been going nuts about George Miller. And you know, I didn't realize that Happy Feet won for best um, animation. Uh-huh. And, you know, Babe was up for best picture. Yeah. I mean, George Miller is a legit director, if you really yeah, look at his resume. Is. And, uh, you know, he's been around for a long time. 
But with all the buzz between Mad Max this year, bringing back the practical effects, I mean, look at what it's up for. It's up for the most Academy Awards, isn't it? Is it it or The Revenant? Uh, the Revenant. Oh. Either way, it's yeah. up for over 10 awards, yeah. 10 or 11. It's pretty amazing. I think George Miller is certainly deserving. Often seems like percentage-wise, if the directors win, usually their movie wins as well. And this might Typically. be a year where that doesn't happen. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's a very good chance that happens this year. Uh, Rachel, who's your dark horse? I also have George Miller. Yeah. Uh, unanimous here as well. I think he's got a really good shot at this. It's interesting that you brought up Happy Feet and Babe. Look at all these movies. Happy Feet is not a typical best animated feature movie. I've never uh, seen it. Uh, it was a good movie, but it's not one that you would typically think that would win. Uh, Mad Max is certainly not a movie that would typically be nominated for Best Picture. And Babe is certainly not a movie that would typically be nominated for Best Picture. So he takes these movies that are out of the ordinary, uh, kind of against the odds, uh, type movies that shows you what a good strong director he is that he can take the subject matter of these premises that wouldn't typically be nominated and and does such a great job with it let me ask you all this do you think he's deserving i do i do i did not like mad max i i think mad max was overrated because of the lack of storyline and character development and all those things and for those reasons you think he should win he, but, he's deserving of winning no 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 but but because <laughs> the directing is different the than all those was, things it was it was really well directed i mean the the action sequences you mentioned the world building the technical aspects of the movie were so strong i mean i still gave the movie a pretty decent score for a movie i didn't like very much because i had to respect it even though i didn't like it Okay. So, yeah, I think he's deserving. So, now, who do you think will win? Do you think uh, be... I think Inari will yeah, win. I think he's going to, um, too. Ditto. Yeah. Uh, so, the biggest award of the night, Best Picture, the 88th Annual Academy Awards. Your nominees are The Big Short, Bridge of Spies, Brooklyn, Mad Max Fury Road, The Martian, The Revenant, Room, and Spotlight. Uh Boy, they're just this is this is a tough. rough one. All right, so I think we can just toss out. I hate it. Toss out rooms, uh, Brooklyn, and Bridge of Spies. Bridge of Spies. Those three are absolutely. I think you can knock out the Martian I agree. as well. I, I think that there's yeah. no. It would be absolutely shocking if the Martian won yeah. too. You know, I was going to say this a minute ago about the best director thing. You had mentioned that so often that an action film is dominated for best picture. Now, I disagree in that they used to be nominated all the time. Yes, back in the Up day. Up until yeah. about the mid to early 90s, they quit doing it. Actually, it's kind of when CGI came on. Well, CGI. And that's why it's and they so. they took the brains out of action movies yeah, as well. Yeah, it's right. Common sense type things. Yeah. I mean, if you think about Alien, the Star Wars films, uh, E.T., I mean, all action fantasy type movies. I mean, uh, and, and look at the practical effects that were behind it. That's why everyone is so jazzed about, you know, Mad Max and George Miller and what he's done. And so if this is a start of something, it could be really cool for the future. Um, that being said, most of those action films that are nominated for Best Picture don't, don't win. win. They don't win. I don't think Mad Max is no, going to win. I don't think it will either. Pers- I, I think there's really three strong – I think Spotlight, The Revenant, and Big Short, yes. they really all have a legitimate shot. And that is weird because it's almost always one or two front runners, and that's it. Completely agree. So what do you want to, if you if you could choose, and this is really tough for me, but if you could choose, what do you want to win? I, I It's my number one movie of the year. It's Spotlight for because I think it's perfectly paced. I think it's perfectly shot, perfectly acted, perfectly written. I think it is a, a, a wonderful movie. It's about a tough subject, 
but I think it's executed so well. It's one of the more near perfect movies we've had in a long time. And it's so deserving of winning. I just don't think I'm nervous about the, the pace, not the pace. I'm nervous about the excitement of the other movies is why this movie may not win. It's, it's lost out on its buzz. At one time it was considered the front runner, but I feel like it's been passed in buzz and, and all those things by yeah. the, the momentum and, is in the other two movies. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Rachel, what do you want to win? I actually picked Spotlight as well, which is kind of weird because I liked The Big Short more than I liked Spotlight. And I may have liked The Room more than I liked Spotlight. But obviously it's a well-made movie, but I thought the story that it told was so important to be told and the way that they told it was really good. So in that aspect, it felt like a best picture to me because it was telling an important story. And obviously the cast was great, the directing was great, the screenplay was great, all those other things. So it was technically really well made. But I thought the story that it told was an Oscar-worthy story, the way they presented it. I, I'm going to echo those comments 100%. That's exactly how I felt about it. I think when we did our favorite movies of the year, I think it was my number four or five. And I definitely had The Big Short, Revenant, above it. But I, I said at that time... These are my favorites, but if I were to choose best film of the year, I would go with Spotlight. And for that reason, I want it to win because I do think it was the best movie of the year. When you take every single aspect of the movie um, and combine it all, and like you said, the subject matter, it feels the most like an Oscar. Like 30 years from now, I think it'll be the most important, the most, the one that stands the test of time the most. And that's what I always want to win. Like, which is going to stand the test of time? Which will prove to be a classic? And I think Spotlight's that one from this year. Ooh, that's a very good way to put that. Thank you. Because, like, my dark horse is The Revenant. Right. And I think that could stand the test of time. It could. That would be the other one that I think could stand. Because, like I said earlier, it was the only one that felt epic. Like, like a big right. event. So I think those two, for that reason, would be the reason why yeah, I, I mean, want those two to win. I mean, if we're talking about technical films, I think The Revenant's you know, this is my own personal choosings over, you know, Mad Max. Cause there's so many things technically that the Revenant gets right. I mean, there's not a whole lot of acting. Uh, I don't think in the Revenant as much as there's, you know, any more than there is in Mad Max. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's physical acting going on in both of them. Um, but the Revenant's just the better movie. It's on, on so many levels. Oh, yeah. yeah, That's not, that's not fair to say, but, for what you say, for for you saying, you know, standing the test of time, uh, that's why the Revenant's my dark horse. Yeah, I, I think that's a that's a great point. Is this the other one that could stand the test of time? Rachel, your dark horse. I actually went with Spotlight, and this to me, I want the Big Short to do well, but I of the three, I think that's the weakest of the three in yep. this category. But really, the Revenant and Spotlight, I think, are completely fifty fifty. I just lean towards the Revenant because it was so well made. It, to say it's more flashy, which isn't, that's not really what I mean, but I mean, it's, the cinematography is so good. It's not as, it's more obvious that you're watching something epic when you're watching The Revenant, just from the way that it looks, right. um, than when you're watching Spotlight, which is kind of understated, but really smart. So I pick Spotlight as my dark horse. My my uh, dark horse here is The Revenant. I don't think it's going to win. I would not be surprised whatsoever if it wins. Uh, I'm with you. Um I think those three have a good shot, but I think Big Short is the least of the three, most least likely of the three. I think it's a race really probably between Spotlight and Revenant. I don't think Revenant will win out, uh, but it is my dark horse. So 
So the movie that you think will win the Oscar for Best Picture, Jacob, is? First, <laughs> I have a little statistic I want to read. So eight out of the last ten years, movies that have won the uh, Producers Guild Award mm-hmm. have gone on to one Best Picture at the Academies. Yeah, that's a huge precursor, yeah. The Big Short is what won the that's, Producers that's Guild. so crazy. Yeah, this, that was shocking. But also, six out of the last ten movies that won the SAG, which being Spotlight, has gone on to win right. Best Picture. Right. Out of the four critics I kind of went over, two, Variety and, and Entertainment Weekly are picking the big short, and uh, IndieWire and uh, Award Circuit are picking The Revenant. So Spotlight is coming out. And they're not picking or... the Spotlight. Wow. Man, that's so... So and it's messing with my mind. Yeah, because it, you're <laughs> messing right. with and my you, mind. You said it right when you said that it's kind of lost out on the most buzz of the three, because those three, those are the three that really have a shot. And at one time it was the movie, but I do think it's lost out lately, which is so weird, and I can't explain it. I'm not sure why that happened. I think just no one knew anything about the Big Short when it it, just, it wasn't marketed at all. Yeah, I think it's yeah. the expectation, like yeah. expectation versus and what then, you saw. You know, word of mouth, and then you find out that the director did, you know, Anchorman and things like yeah. that. I mean, people are finding out that it's funny and that there's so many actors in it. I was telling someone who was in real estate the, the, the other day that they need to see The Big Short. Oh, I never heard of it. I said, oh, it's got so-and-so and so-and-so in it. It's got yeah. Brad Pitt. Oh, my gosh. I said, yeah. she had no clue, and yeah. that's about her field, you know? Yeah. That's just terrible marketing. You know what's so weird about The Big Short? short if it wins it could be like the only thing that it wins it could only win yeah, that's best true. picture it'll probably that's win screenplay. Win screenplay probably screenplay but how crazy would it be if best picture the the movie that wins best picture only wins two awards screenplay and best picture and there's a very realistic shot that that happens it could win editing too obviously yeah. uh but still yeah that's and, nuts and one other thing i want to say uh about this is that the Argo theory right now is because since Ridley Scott got shouted on a best director, a lot of people think that the Martian could win hmm. um, because Weird. of that, which would be strange. Yeah. It would I be. don't think it will happen, no. but you know, that being said, I'm going with my gut and I'm going with spotlight. See, that's see, I think in the end, the Oscar, uh, go ahead, Rachel. So what are you picking to win? I have the Revenant to win. You think the, and, and why do you think Revenant will win? I, I feel like there's an Inarito high, that is very um, true, and that's a real thing. And and it was gorgeous. It just was. I mean, like you've said it several times, you just felt like you were watching something special. It could win because it deserves to win, but Spotlight also deserves to win, and I can make an argument that The Big Short also deserves to win. So, yeah. Well, another thing, too, if The Revenant wins is because usually the, the, director, the director is the same category. Yeah. They usually right. win as well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's what's so funny about this year. You, typically, you know, Jacob listed all those stats – but what's weird is all those stats can argue for a different movie this year. So it kind of shows you how all over the place this year is and how there's not any real front runner. I'm actually going to go with Spotlight because in the end, even if the precursors tell us something different, you can usually go by the precursors. Oscars at the end of the day typically go with the biggest, most important subject, the the most Oscar-filling movie, the most right. – I mean, it's the reason why some movies that, you know, you kind of look back on history like, well, why did that one win? Um, I feel like Spotlight is that movie. I feel like it's the it feels the most important and biggest and will stand the test of time the most. And I think that's why it will end up winning Best Picture. Kind of cray that out of nowhere. Um, oh, my gosh. Michael Keaton could win Oscars back to back. 
Yeah, the, like his movie. Yeah, like best that. Yeah, like he'd be taking the Oscars home both years, not for his performance, but for best picture. He yeah. yeah, that is crazy to think about. Like out of nowhere, I yeah. mean, like last we saw him was Jack Frost, and now <laughs> all of a sudden he's uh, in possibly back to back best picture winners as kind of the lead guy in both of them. So, anything else we'd like to say about the Oscars? Tiebreaker. Tiebreaker. Go on record with the tiebreaker. Yep. My official pick for most wins is going to be The Revenant. I think The Revenant is going to win um, the most Oscars. How many? I think this will be a year where the most wins isn't very high. Like sometimes the most yeah, wins I is like 10, 11, or 12. I think The Revenant wins the most this year with like, I'll say five. I'll say it'll win five. Okay. And that may go against what I actually picked here. <laughs> I'm not sure. That's what I was wondering. But I'm going to go with five. For the Revenant. <laughs> yeah, I double-checked, actually, before I wrote mine down. I'm going with Mad Max, and I'm going with five for Mad Max. Okay. And, Rachel, what do you think will win the most, and how many? According to my own list, I have to go Mad Max with six. However, I think I'm probably off on that. I would actually lean towards five. But yeah. since I we have, can't have the same tiebreaker answer, yeah. I'll stick with six, because that's actually what my picks said. I mean, I actually yeah. picked Mad Max like nine times, but some of those were like Dark Horse, so I just threw out like right. three or four. Yeah. Well, I have it legitimately getting all of those technical awards, so I have it getting six awards. <laughs> and it very well could. It, it could. It can make a run on all the technical awards. That happens sometimes. So you said six, and I said five on Mad Max. Mm-hmm. That's if we tie. This is our tiebreaker. If we had the exact same number you know, in our picks, then it comes down to five or six. Or oh, that could make me actually want to pull yeah, for Mad so Max. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Barf. I'm changing my answer. <laughs> to four. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I had some other stats written down, if you want to hear them real yeah. quick. Um, so in directing, 90% who won the Director's Guild uh, go on to win the Academy Award in the last 10 years. I thought that was really interesting. For actress in a leading room, 70% that won the SAG. Uh, going to win the Academy Award, that's Brie Larson won the SAG. Right. Ninety percent uh, of actors in a supporting role, Sylvester Stallone. Uh, so ninety percent that won the Golden Globes, going to win the Academy Award. So Sly won that one, and eighty um, percent of SAG winners for a supporting actress, going to win the Academy Award in the last ten years, and that's Alicia Vikander. So, so the, a lot of those, a lot of the, and I think we picked that for all, pretty much yeah. all of them. I think so. I think that the acting categories are really the only ones this year that are pretty obvious. Uh, I think it would be an upset if any of Leo, Brie Larson, Sly, or Vikander didn't win. Maybe Vikander's wouldn't be as big a surprise. I think that's the one that has the most room for an upset, probably. I agree. Well, I mean, for our little game, you can count out, <laughs> this kind of stinks for us, but... All the actors, the director, original screenplay, adapted screenplay, we all picked the same. Oh, well, we're really? just going to get, you know, it's going to be all for the technical. Yeah, that'll um, be the breaker. I mean, and if some of our picks don't win, it'll come down to the dark horses for a couple of them. But, I mean, I feel pretty confident in some of these picks, you know. We, we have it all kind of written down. Was, was that it, some, like, uh, subtle trash talk there? It was. Yeah, it was. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, like, giving us all these stats and stuff and then, like, slid in a... But yeah, I feel really confident about my picks. <laughs> <laughs> so be sure to uh, watch the Oscars and tell us what you think. Give us your predictions. Who do you think will win? Who should win? Who are your dark horse picks for the Oscars? Leave them in our comment section on Facebook or on our SoundCloud page. 
And uh, be sure to listen next week when I'm sure we will be razzing the loser who will have to dress up in some sort of cosplay at the next big uh, superhero movie. Also, I'm sure whoever wins will be gloating next week uh, on our Pulp Fiction episode. Thank you so much for tuning in to Pulp Fiction. 